Oh, ha- oh my gosh. <laughs> that moment you press go live and you turn your head and you've got all of the hair floating around everywhere. I look like I was stalking you. Hi, it's Rachel. Hi. It does look a little like you're oh, stalking we're me. We're live. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we were doing it. Who else is coming? It was going to happen. That was Rachel and Tess. I've got the air conditioner blowing my hair out of my My glue. My animal magnitude. (laughs) Crazy, these silly people. That's Kim. And Gerda will be here somewhere. Jump in, Gerda. Hi, Jess. Oh, it's it's not on reverse. It's on reverse camera. You'll have to come in behind me. <laughs> the way shows you what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cheeky. So hi, hi everybody. I we've got dinner happening in the oven. Just we're just waiting. Oh, that doesn't look very attractive. Sorry about that. The, the bin's right in front of the oven. That's not aesthetically pleasing to me. Yeah, she's like, yeah I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I was sending a photo to Dom or something? No, I thought you had a voice call with Jeremy. Oh, that's really funny. I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to do a live. I'm going to introduce you. Are you ready? And Rachel's like, yes. And then she was obviously that's not ready. That's how we roll. Yeah. So done is better than perfect. So welcome to the inner sanctum of the Rebel Squad retreat. It's fine. We've got people putting ice out of the fridge and... It's very luxurious, apparently, um, having a, a fridge that dispenses ice. So um, I kind of thought, I know Jessica has been having, she sent me a message on Vox that I haven't fully read, but I did see that I've been avoiding social media because I have severe FOMO or words to that effect. And I know that some of you have been in the same boat. So I thought that I would quickly zip in and provide some more FOMO. So we've spent the last, I don't know, lots of time, if you can even hear me. Hey, Tani. Good to see you. Um, how long have we been here for now? This is, this is the end of day two. And, oh, my gosh, I have to show you these things that we've done. Day and a half. So we've got all of this happening up here, which looks like just lots of busy work, <laughs> which it is busy work that it is all of the fabulous things that are going to serve these amazing, amazing humans for probably the next 18 months to two years as their, as their intellectual property develops and as their thinking develops and things like that. So what we've kind of been talking about, I don't know, I can talk, ask you guys, like what have we been talking about? We've been talking about all the things. We've been doing, oh, that's a water bottle. We have been talking about planning, Yes. We've been talking about lovers. Ooh, lovers? Yeah. Lovers in the air. Everywhere I look around. We've been talking about... Where is Kim? Uh, over the salad. There she is. <laughs> Kim and I have been talking about how to help children be more brave. And Tess has just been slaying all of the bullshit. Um, really... <laughs> Ministry of Silly Walks behind me, for those of you who are familiar with Monty Python. Very, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been doing all of the fun things. And I guess like one of the key, the key things that I take away from all of these retreats, and I know Gerda said something similar as well, is that you just get so much done. And 
I'm putting words in your mouth now, but I know you've said that before. Oh, I've said way more than that. You have said way more I than said that these type of retreats... Oh, <laughs> Is that on you? Yeah. <laughs> I said that these type of retreats always, always, always lead to a significant mm-hmm. uh, uh, elevation. That's my word anyway. Elevation in one's business because it mm-hmm. elevates your mindset. It elevates your productivity. You get stuff done. And the last time I was here with you, Mildura... I saw that happen very, very quickly. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. And I didn't even have to pay her for that. Isn't that awesome? Although I am paying her with food very soon. <laughs> as soon as that, as soon as that food is ready, this is it. You guys are being left for dust. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting. Like the more we've been unpacking all of this stuff, we've had conversations around who your niche is but not the normal conversation. And I actually delivered a training today as well that was about who your audience is. And a lot of the typical kind of um, trainings that when, when you're talking about niche and audience is really demographic driven. So are they male, female, children? Where do they live? What kind of car do they drive? You know, yawn, fucking yawn. Um, all of that boring stuff, right? Whereas, I mean, I'm not saying it's not important, but it doesn't give you kind of like the, the juice Thanks, Tiny, for saying juicy. <laughs> it doesn't give you the juice that you really need to create the power of differentiation, which is really what you need in your marketing. So a lot of these things that we've been building up on our webs of awesome, which are ridiculously amazing, the things that are really the, the problems that our people are facing, in their words, I think, is what we've really unpacked for, for everyone is what are they, like, what do you guys, you know, if this is for you, it's like, what are your people struggling with? What are they saying to themselves? What is, what's the negative self-talk that they've got going on? What's the imposter syndrome stuff look like? How are they sabotaging? How are they um, undermining their own success when it comes to how they step and move forward? But then further to that, it's like, well, Tess and I were having this a, a quite lengthy conversation about what, what people's goals, dreams, and desires are. And, you know, from, and, and the outcomes that they want. And, and quite simply, most people want choice, freedom, money, flexibility, lifestyle, blah, blah, like all the normal things. But then what? And then, and why do they want that? And then why do they want that? So for your people, that's like you've really got to spend the time and that's what we've spent the last day and a half doing is really spending the time getting really deep into the psyche of who our audience is so that the the free things that they create are powerful the books that they're about to write are really powerful the programs they roll out are really powerful so you know you guys can do that from home you don't have to be here it's well you can't be here this week (laughs) because you you can't be but the if, you know whether or not you you do stuff with me later on or, or not the thing that you can absolutely do yourself a favor with is spending the time to sit down and work out all of these things work out what are the four main stages that you need to take your people through in order to get through and incidentally that so that they can get the outcomes that they want we are running a we, we say we like we're all together for forever which we are naturally um, I am running a, um, a free five-day content challenge, a million-dollar content challenge starting on Monday of next week. So I have made millions of dollars online, not to, don't say that to impress you, but to quote my father, to impress upon you the, the importance of putting out value-based content cyclically, regularly, on the daily 
and and you can't it's not actually negotiable you cannot hold back in this day and age on in, in social media you, you've got to give as much as you humanly possibly can so that you can build that that connection with your audience oh hi Gerda Gerda Muller's watching oh my god I'm so nervous um you know who Gerda is right she's like she's have you heard about the conference she's putting on so before I tell you about that um the five-day content challenge is starting on Monday it's nicolajmoras.com forward slash challenge is where you can register you'll get a group invite and then you're in so before I bang on any more about that one thing that Gerda and I have been working on over the last what, six months yeah. has been the the Elevate 2020 conference which is the first conference of its kind for psychologists and allied it's primarily for psychologists isn't it not allied health no all, all allied all allied health yeah. professionals. And you've already got how many? I'm just gonna, this is, I'm not just gonna keep throwing to you because it's weird, like when we can't see you. So <laughs> let's tell the people mm-hmm. about Elevate. Oh, that's okay. a nice fridge in the background, isn't it? Um, tell the people about Elevate. Well, <laughs> we didn't plan this, I just <laughs> threw her in. She just cracked a vodka cruiser. I did. <laughs> at, at, at least I'm only halfway, so and um, you're I'm still good, yes. <laughs> We're very coordinated. So Elevate is a two-day conference for allied health professionals uh, that want to elevate their mindset around what it means to run a business within our highly regulated mm. allied health industry, uh, what it means to step outside the four rule, ru- walls. <laughs> walls <maybe>. And the rules. <laughs> Work well, within the rules. Exactly. Know where the rules are. Not be yeah. scared of stepping over something when you actually don't know what the rules are. Yes. So that you can um, elevate your practice, your team, your impact that you have on your community and, and basically help more people in better ways, right? Yes. So we're going to have some amazing speakers there. It's not just going to be me talking, I will most certainly be talking. I've got to just I can't help so. myself. Yeah, <laughs> I will have the fabulous Nicola Kick Moras Moras. Yay! <laughs> oh, I have to think of a costume. You will, you will have to <gasps> elevate, right? Um, talking <laughs> about all things visibility, yes, right, but very specific, keeping in mind the unique fears and challenges yep. that we have as allied health professionals. Yeah, uh, of course, the lovely Tess Crawley sitting over there. Where is she? Here Here she she is. is. Yes. So Tess will be talking. Um, I have the general topic. Can you remember your more specific topic about, but it is all about stepping into the inner CEO mindset. Because if you think about it, you know, like you were mentioning the four stages, right? Yeah. So the four stages my people go through is moving from clinician towards making that leap into starting their own business, their own private practice, so Mm. they become a business owner. But there's a huge difference between being a business owner and actually being the CEO of your small business. You don't have to work for a major corporate organization to be a CEO, right? Correct. You can have three or four people and you can be in your practice and you can be the CEO. And it's also a mindset, isn't it? Yes. Like it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't matter whether there's one of you, three of you, 25 of you, 250 of you. It's it's how you set yourself up. Yeah. Should I put... Tess in uh, under pressure and say, what do you think is the, the biggest thing somebody needs to think uh, about in order to embrace this CEO mindset? 
Okay. You, you can just follow that thing if you like. <laughs> I think, I, for me personally, the biggest thing is moving out of, of all the doing to being the COO, Chief Operations Officer, in your business. And that is whether you're a solopreneur or, a, or a, you, know, you own a larger business, it doesn't really matter. If you're doing all the things, you can't be working on the bigger picture things. So yeah. Are we really, doing bigger picture things here? Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we are. Oh, we've been doing bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. It's about. It's actually recognizing whether you're mm. in COO mode mm. or CEO mode, and when you need mm. to be in one or t'other. Because yeah. sometimes, as a small business owner, you do need to be both. Mm. Yeah, but it's mm. knowing the difference and knowing which hat you're wearing and when to change mm. hats, when to swap over. And you've got a workshop coming up, right? I do have a workshop coming up. Do you want to tell just the people about the workshop? Just on this specific topic. It is actually, yeah. I've got a two-day workshop coming up in Melbourne. Not at the zoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going I'm into sorry. that conversation. I'm sorry. It's at your fabulous it meeting breaks. room. It breaks. Uh, two days, 23rd, 24th of March, um, all about how to check in with yourself as mm. the CEO of your own business. And you can be a solopreneur and absolutely get great meaty chunks of yes. greatness out of this workshop. <laughs> Lots of implementation and accountability during the actual workshop as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. No. Yeah. Amazing. Lots of, lots of action taking. Mm, lots whilst of action taking while on site. Because yeah. I know some of the secret things that happen there. But I won't say anything. No. Um, yes, so, so important. Mm -hmm. And when you actually allow yourself to step into your inner CEO, it's amazing how the dynamics change in your own thinking mm, and yeah. mindset and how yeah. much easier a lot of things get. Mm. And yeah. of course, after CEO, you have the impact entrepreneur, and that's where a lot of the visibility Ooh. stuff comes in, right? Yeah. Really elevating your message, getting out there, you know, doing stuff like online programs and courses, and really reaching the masses. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna look after all all four of those people in stages at Elevate. Yes. We're rotating. And there, there we are. We're back. And we're gonna take people through the four Fs. Of being, of having a fabulous private practice, foundations, fighting fear, frameworks, and freedom, nice. and all of that ties into the four stages that you go through as well. Yeah. So yes, the date is twenty nine and thirty July. July. Yes, in Brisbane. Yes. Private Practice Success Conference. In Brisbane? Brizzy, yes, mm. Bris Vegas. Bris Vegas. <laughs> so I'll be there. Tess will be there. Mm. Rachel, are you coming along? Um, of course most she is. Certainly. Of course I'm she one is. Of the first yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to come and say hello to the people? Like a proper hello to the people? I say hello to the people. Come on. <laughs> well, the people come need on, to yeah. know you, Rachel. That's if they right. want to uh, get into the love shack at some point or another. Ooh, what's that all about? Ooh, oh. did you just like Did I just drop, drop the something? Bundle? The bundle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drop the bundle? <laughs> drop the bundle. Drop the bundle. I know what the bundle is. Yes. All right. So we're going to hot Rachel. seat Rachel in. So I thought I'll introduce you properly to Rachel because she did wave hello behind me before. Hi. So Rachel, everyone, everyone, Rachel. So talk about the program you've launched and how amazing it is. The Love Shack. To love shack. Oh, <laughs> well, what do you do? Maybe, maybe tell the people what you do before that, and then I think they're going to want to hear about the love shack. I'm a psychologist. I run a private practice. It's called 
Oh, look at all the love. Look at all the love. Give us oh, all love. Give Rachel so more lovely. love. And, um, and I run a private practice yeah. called the Therapy Spot at Palm Beach. I've been a psych for a long time. And um, as psychologists, we have to train all the time. We have to do like 30 hours of training every year. Uh-huh. And about 10 years ago, I'd, I've been one for a long time. I decided I would do, oh, more love. I would do a relationship course and I found it really interesting because I was like, ah, what do you do with the people? And then it became my passion. So then I've been doing all this work with couples and having a really good time. Couples are amazing. And it's really cool work to learn about. And then I thought, I can't help enough people. Mm. Yeah. So I decided over Christmas that I would write a program that would help people get some of the skills that I know. So that's what the love shack is. The love shack. <laughs> the A B. So like what I really love about Rachel, I mean you could listen to her all day for a start, right? Beautiful, calm and things like that. So if you imagine these people, and I know that I wished that I, I had a really great therapist, Dom and I nearly divorced, but like we've had I've had this conversation with you and I found it really hard at first to really kind of create a connection with the therapist I felt like he was totally on Dom's side which Mm. he may or may not have been but it's a whole other thing but I persisted and then I grew to really like 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 him and and respect him and he called me out of my shit which you know is important as I would (laughs) it's not about being my friend but I want everyone to like me just be my friend we all love you tell me I'm amazing we all love you Mm. that's good that makes me happy um so like you you guys you guys know if you're in if you've been in a relationship for any length of time that it, it takes work to to stay in it and there these days I think it's a really big problem where people kind of hit that exit button a bit too quickly before yeah they do and it's really hard work. to start again mm. and then you'll find that you're falling in the same traps and you're doing the yes. same cycles and you're doing the same behaviors and yeah. you're getting the same outcomes yeah so it's really much better to resolve it where you are. Totally, particularly like when there's other things involved, family mm. situations and stuff like that too. Well, you picked right? that person for a reason. So you probably mm. made the right decision to start with, but you don't have the skills yeah. to know how to resolve what's going on. And the skills are actually not that hard to do and learn and grow from. Nice. And can you, when and you go through... Much better, your relationship's so much better. So when, when they go through the love shack, just yes. because I don't think I've asked you this before, mm. when the next problem kicks in, because, like, problems kick in, I assume it's not just me. Hi, <laughs> <Hi>, John. <laughs> love you. Love. <laughs> um, maybe turn off now. Um, I'm just kidding. He's not on. We've that. had this conversation as well. But do you, do you kind of go back through the process again? You know, you, you, there's a problem that surfaces, and then you say, okay, well, you've got to come back through through that process that you step people through to well, kind it's of about initially first learning how to talk to each other and how to mm. deal with things that are difficult and how to when you've got a structure and you know how to relate to one another what we call opening a dialogue where you can mm. both feel listened and you can both have a point of view and you can work towards understanding sometimes just knowing what the other person is actually yeah. feeling you the the fight goes away so you know there was a couple I worked with the other day which I've been thinking I should do something about and her partner was stonewalling so stonewalling is when you shut down emotionally like the they don't talk to you for days yeah like what's going on 
and they won't communicate. So the st- so the other person's feeling completely shut out. Yeah. That they hate me. That they're withholding from me. They're awful to me. But stonewalling is actually a physiological response to stress. So ah. they're emotionally flooded, and it often happens when someone is completely overwhelmed and cannot cope. Right. So their capacity to process the information reduces to like yeah. thirty percent. Yeah. Right. So you can yell at them. <laughs> and they'll get. They just don't even. They'll get three words in ten. Yeah, they wow. won't even process it, so they're actually really distressed. And when yeah. I was talking to her about that, she's like, "Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They've been fighting for weeks, wow. and she wanted to leave him. Wow. So when I talked to her about that, she went home. I gave her some information. She showed him. He said, "Yes." Now they have a better way to communicate. So when he yeah. floods, we call it flooding. They separate, and he takes time away. Yeah, right. And then they come back in 20 minutes and resolve it. Amazing. Rather than two weeks. So there you go, guys. If nothing else from today, you've just got a strategy for working through or for for taking some time to listen that Mm. maybe it's not actually about the fighting or the stonewalling or they're just sticking their heads in the sand that, you know, (laughs) fuck you, not listening to you. (laughs) It's actually some physiological stuff going on Mm. that... There's more yeah, going on than awesome. what we will automatically think. Mm. And it's not always about them hurting us. Sometimes it's yeah. about them looking after themselves. Yeah, amazing. Mm. It's interesting. It is interesting. And yeah. uh, I, I love the I love the program that you've built. And you've just finished running the first round, right? Yeah, we're coming towards the end. It's amazing. the last week for them. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That Very is so cool. good. It's been fun. Yeah. Awesome. Or shacking away. In the love oh, it's been fun in. clearly i missed my calling Mm, um awesome so you can find rachel at the therapy spot on facebook Mm -hmm. and rachel o'connor on facebook oh rachel o'connor psychologist my apologies i'll I'll do the tags later um and and have their websites and stuff in there so we've got a doctor test crawling and she's famously known all over mm. the place, and then we've got Gerda Muller. Have you and you've got an Elevate page, yes, as well. So Elevate twenty twenty dot com dot au. Yep. So check out the conference. Tess has got some stuff coming up that we'll talk. Oh, you've got your workshop happening on what were the dates? Twenty third and twenty fourth of March. Twenty third and twenty fourth of March. I'll intro you guys. I'll put the link in there for Rachel as well with the Love Shack that's coming up. Although the next release of whatever it happens to be, because it might not, it'd be like a Love Shack 2.0. Yes, perhaps. Mm, it could be like the two story Love Shack or something equally fabulous. Equally fabulous. And amazing. Definitely. All right. Cool. Kim, do you want to come and say hello to the people or do you want to do it tomorrow? I will introduce you to Kim tomorrow from The Mind Master, who has been working on her book. Today, her book plan today to that she's going to be writing to help parents, help their children be more brave, be more resilient, and essentially, like, the, the goal for that is to really become bullyproof um, and be really resourceful in the way that they communicate, the way that they deal with um, stressful situations and, and that kind of thing. So I will share her with you tomorrow. I think I can smell our dinner being ready. So I'm going to love you and lead you. Have a kick-ass and awesome and amazing day, afternoon. Do all the amazing things. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it, and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.